yeah. some of you might say, wow, you don't know what I'm dealing with. No, I may not, but I do know this. Is anything too hard for God? That's good. No, it isn't. Is anything too hard for God? Now, don't 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 let that just be mental assent, because we all say that, don't we? Oh, is anything too hard for God? No, of course not. But now, let's have faith in that. No, anything, nothing is too hard for God. So why are you still walking around another day without what Jesus died to get? You accepted being born again. You've not accept your healing. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to Healing School today. It's a wonderful, wonderful, blessed day to hear the word of God. The Bible said they came to hear and to be healed. Today we are talking about faith, hope, and mental assent. Faith, hope, and mental assent. Let's have a word of prayer and we'll go right into the lesson today. Father, we thank you. We just praise you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for your wonderful loving kindness. We thank you uh, for your healing anointing. Your power is present to heal. And Larry and Helen knows it. Faith come by hearing your word. So in Jesus' name, every person under the sound of our voice today will be lifted up, will be blessed today. Amen. Will come in their heart for the word of God. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Glory to God. Okay, Prophet. Well, let's jump right into our notes today. We have quite a few apostles' notes that we're going to be covering this morning. And so let's just get right into our message. Faith, hope, and mental assent. And this is part one. And reading from Apostles' Notes. There must be a clear distinction in your mind between believing and mental assent. Believing the word is acting on the word. Mental assent is acknowledging the truthfulness of the word, the integrity of the word, but never acting upon it. Mental assent is standing outside the bakery and coveting the cake in the window. It is not possessing. Hope is not faith. It is not believing. Hope is always living in the future. I like that. Hope is what? Always living, always in the living in the future. Yes. Yes. Okay, just stop me when you're ready, Apostle. Faith you, you, is you know, all. Go ahead. Many people live here. Yes, they because do. they think hope is faith. But the scripture says in Hebrews 11 and 1, now faith is. It didn't say now hope is. It says now faith is the substance of things hoped for. See, hope don't have any substance to give you. But faith does. By grace are you saved through faith. And we can go on and on and on. Everything must come through faith. Okay, prophet. Praise God. I want to just encourage everyone to remember uh, as we go through this lesson today to pay close attention to those two definitions of what believing is and what mental assent is because it's very, it's quite, there's quite a difference there. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to go over that again. Believing the word is acting. There's a key right there. Believing the word is acting on the word. 
But mental assent is acknowledging the truthfulness of the word. So you're saying, yeah, that's true. Mark 11, uh, 21 is true. It's in the Bible. It's, it's, it's acknowledging that it exists. It's acknowledging that the integrity of the word. But here's a here's another clue for you to keep in mind. But never acting upon it. So you might, we might say, yeah, Jesus did say, have faith in God in Mark 11, 22. Jesus did say, have faith in God. But then when it's time for us to have faith in God, we never act upon it. That's the difference. So believing the word is acting on the word. But mental assent is just acknowledging that the word exists. Okay, let's go on. Let's go on. Back to our notes. Faith is always now. It's another key. Faith is always now. It is not passivity. Passivity lies quietly without action, without choice, inert. Believing is acting on the word. Believing mm-hmm. the word is not only recognizing its utter truthfulness, but it is taking it to be your very own right now. So to act on the word is to do his will and to act in his will. Now let's pause there for a second. That by itself, prophet is powerful. Okay. This is the reason why when we minister to people, let's say in the area of healing, what do we say? Now do something you could not do before. Yeah. So you gotta act. You can't just hear it. You gotta act on it. This is the reason we give the opportunity for yes. the believer to act on the word. So when you say, now, do something you couldn't do before, that's your opportunity. That's your golden moment right there. And let me just add this, Apostle. Many times, when you, when you, okay, if you couldn't lift your arm before and you act in faith to lift your arm, sometimes we have to, not sometimes, always, we have to understand this. You may still have the pain there. You may still have the same, uh, feel the same soreness in that arm you felt before. But if you look at that soreness, if you pay attention to the soreness, you will never be healed. Because what happens in the spirit world is when you act in faith to lift your arm, then God gives you, He performs the healing miracle for you right there. Because it isn't about what you can do, it's about what you can believe. Say that again. It isn't about what you can do. See, many times people try to heal themselves. And that's not what God is is telling us to do. That's not what Jesus came to tell us. That's not what he came to show and demonstrate for us. When he taught, when he said faith, he's saying have faith in God. That's what Mark eleven twenty two is saying. When he said have faith in God, he's saying you don't have to move your arms. You don't have to heal your arm, rather, but you must attempt to move it. You must take that leap of faith and lift your arm. And in the lifting process, God will provide the healing. Do you see that? That's That's what faith really is. That's what faith really is. And that's why we say, now do something you couldn't do before. Well, you, you may still have all the soreness there. But at least your act of faith is going to cause God to move on your behalf. Now you're lifting your arm, but it isn't really you lifting the arm. It's you, uh, it's you taking the leap of faith and lifting. You start out the lift, but he completes it. That's Absolutely. good. Yeah, he completes it. Yeah, yeah. Let's look at it this way. See, now this is what I'm taking from you right now, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's look at it this way, guys. If I was to ask 
How many of you are born again right now? You would say yes. Oh, yes. Sure. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, if I told you you what, you would ready, you would be ready to fight. I mean, you would be ready to tear me up. But now listen. It's like you put your, your trash out, you put your garbage out for pickup. After the garbage man has run, do you expect to go outside and get your can, that trash can, full of trash again? No. Why? Because those garbage men emptied your trash can in the back of that truck. Pay attention to words. They emptied it. Say empty. Empty it. They emptied it in the back of that garbage truck. And then what happened? They rolled away from in front of your door. Okay? It's the same thing. Now again, you say you say. You will fight me if I say that you're not. You're very adamant about being saved. But now watch this here. Prophet, here's one of your scriptures. First Peter 2.24. Yes. Who his own self did what? Bear my sins in his own body on the tree is on an altar and offered himself on it that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his stripes we were healed. Yes. So he took our sickness, our disease, in his own body, right? By his stripes, yes, we are healed. He took it away from us. Therefore, watch this here, we don't have it. Why? He took it away. He took it away. Now, here's the problem I'm trying to get to. I'm trying to show you here. Again, you don't let people tell you that you are not saved. You get adamant about that. But you should be getting very adamant about being sick, afflicted in your body. Why? That same Jesus who died to free you from your sins, and he did, he also died. To take your sickness and your disease away from you. Now here's the question I want to ask you. Why are you accepting one part of righteousness, of salvation, but not the other part? Do y'all see what I'm saying to you here? Yes. You accepted being born again, but you let the devil tell you you're sick. You, you, listen, the doctor tell you what well, there's nothing else we can do. I guess there is nothing that they can do. Jesus done did it all. Amen. He done did it. Amen. So why are you still walking around another day without what Jesus died to give you? You accepted being born again, not accept your healing. It's available. Hmm. Oh, come on, prophet. Amen. Praise God. It is available. So getting back to our notes, thank you, Apostle. That's very good. So faith is always now. It is not passivity because passivity lies quietly without actions. And we have to remember that. To act on his word is to act on his will. To act out his will. When we act on his word, we're acting out the will of God. God is honored by our acting on his word. I'm going to say that again. He is honored when you act on his word. And he's dishonored 
when we what? By mental ascent, just standing in that position. He's dishonored by our mental assenting to its truthfulness, by our hoping that it will become true sometime, and by our passivity that lies quietly rejoicing in the word but has no part in it. Rejoicing in the word, but we have no part in it. And what do you mean we have no part in it? Because we've not acted it out. We rejoice. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we hear the word. We get excited about it. But we have no part in it because we are not acting it out. For example, when he says, I keep using Mark eleven twenty two. you're very familiar with that passage. Now that's, that's, that's broad, very broad based to say have faith in God. Yes. But it's, 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 uh, it's a, it's not a suggestion. <laughs> it's a, you know, it's a command that we have faith in God and we must right. do that. How do you have faith in God? You have faith in His Word. And we already define what faith is. Faith is always now. It's always now. It's acting out the will of God. Now, that verse 23, I'm not reading it, but I'm just quoting it because I'm not even over in that area. Now, what comes after verse 22? Verse 23 says, For whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said. Look at that. Well, if you have faith in God, which was verse 22, you're going to act out verse 23. Are you listening to him? That's what he's telling you. It's a step-by-step -step process. First, yes. he said, have faith in God. Now he's Double. giving us an assignment. He said, whosoever. Well, who is the whosoever in that passage? It's always you. It's always yeah. you. It's always you. So he's saying, you call your name. I put my name there when I read that. Helen, say to this mountain, what is the mountain? See, we're about to act on faith. now. We're about to act like we have faith. So the mountain, whatever it is that day or whenever you're dealing with, Whatever problem you're dealing with, that's the mountain. That's the mountain. Yeah. Some of you might say, wow, you don't know what I'm dealing with. No, I may not. But I do know this. Is anything too hard for God? That's good. No, it isn't. Is anything too hard for God? Now, don't, don't, don't let that just be mental assent. Because we all say that, don't we? Oh, is anything too hard for God? No, of course not. But now, let's have faith in that. No, anything, nothing is too hard for God. So let's apply this verse, this passage, Mark eleven twenty three, to our action mode today. What is the problem? What are you dealing with? Speak to that mm -hmm. mountain. Mm -hmm. Back trouble? It's a headache? Huh? Is, is it uh, COVID-19? Is it the Delta variant? Is it cancer? Whatever it is. He's telling us because he said he's speaking to each of us because he said whosoever. Well, that's each of that's all of us, isn't it? Yeah. So that's whosoever right. shall say, say to the mountain. Well, there's the mountain. Well, now you say, listen, cancer. I'm speaking to you right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Mm -hmm. He told me to tell you to be removed. He told me to tell you to be cast into the sea. And then he told me to have no doubt in my heart, but believe that what I just said to you, it shall come to pass, and I'll have whatever I say. Now, guys, that's the process right there. You just acted in faith. If you spoke to that, that cancer, that high blood pressure, that diabetes, that COVID-19, that uh, Delta variant, that whatever, you just spoke to it, but you speak in faith. Remember, now look at the bottom part of that scripture. And doubt not in his heart. Because mm -hmm. now I'm going to say it again. I share with this 
share this with you quite often on this uh, in the healing school. Faith can be in your head all day long. I mean, doubt can be in your head all day long. As long as it doesn't get in your heart. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's right. right. He said doubt not in your heart. That's but what he said. He, he knew the doubt would be in our head. It's always there. Why? Because Satan is the God of this world. And he's always speaking to your mind. Right, even as we're going through this process, he said, wow, you don't tell me. You can just speak to cancer and tell it to be removed and believe that it's supposed to move. That's Satan talking to you right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Satan talking. You don't know how I feel, young lady, telling me this kind of foolishness. That's Satan talking to you right now. That's okay. Let him talk. But don't let that get in your heart. Well, what's the difference? Yeah. The difference is when it gets in your heart, you're going to say what you're hearing. Yeah. I'm going to repeat. I'm going to repeat that. Satan can be in your head speaking those things all day long, but never let it come out of your mouth. Because when you That's start what. speaking what you're hearing, it's in, it's in your heart. Look what the scripture says. Out of the abundance of the heart, your mouth will do what, Apostle? Speak. Speak. Did you catch that? Uh, the Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, your mouth will speak. So if Satan can convince you that what he just said, oh, that'll never work, don't believe that, it's a bunch of hogwash, if he can get you to say, oh, listen, that'll never work, that's a bunch of heart you've gotten in your heart. But but if it's in your head, just don't speak it. Cast it out. That's what right. the scripture says. What does the Bible tell us to do with thoughts in our mind that don't line up with the word of God? He said, cast that thing down. Yes. That's, that's what he said. Isn't that right, Apostle? That's right. He Get said, casting down imaginations and every high every thing. High thing. That is exalting itself. Come on, you know the scripture. Against the knowledge, Against of, God, the knowledge of God. Bring every thought what? Captive. Into captivity. On, yes. To the obedience, come on, of the word of God. Of, yes. So if I hear Holy this God. in my head, oh, that'll never work. Come on, that's not true. You can't do that. Cancer is too hard for you to speak a word to. And now I know right there that that is not, that's not God. Because Jesus said that I could. Are you listening? You have to make the distinction who's speaking. Who is speaking? Who's saying all of this? Where's all of these words coming from? Well, certainly it's coming from Jesus because he's the one standing right there telling you to speak to the cancer and tell it to be cast out. So it's not him saying that. Now you're on a roll. Now you're about to make some progress. So you've identified those voices in your head not for you to speak out of your mouth because when you speak them out of your mouth you just bought the whole line of lies of what Satan's saying. It's it's lies. You speak you're speaking it now. And now you know why he wants you to speak it? Let's go back over that. Because you are programmed to have exactly what you say. Are you listening? Yes. Now you just heard that in your head. Oh that I know will work on cancer. You don't think you can speak with cancer and cause it to move. Now you're saying that with your mouth. And guess what? Because you're saying it with your mouth, you're going to have what you said out of the mouth. And what did you just say? That'll never work on cancer. So guess what? It'll never work for you. Guys, you've got to begin to put two and two together. You've got to begin to slow down. You have to begin to really understand what the scripture is saying to us. Jesus is standing right there in Mark eleven twenty three, telling you, speak to that mountain. The mountain is whatever the problem is. We've already That's established right. the fact that faith is acting on the word. We've established that. We've talked about that. See, that's step one. When you know that you must act on what you hear in the scriptures, that is step one. See, when you say, okay, I have faith. Well, now faith is acting. And all we're trying to get you to do right now is take is act on verse 23 in Mark 11. What's the problem that's right there? Well, what are you dealing with this morning? What is the mountain for you? Uh, mm-hmm. Are you listening? 
What is the mountain for you? What is that mountain? Speak to it. Tell it to be removed. But don't, don't, sugar, don't, you know, baby it and, and approach it in doubt. We've already said what mental ascent is. Don't approach that word like that. Well, let me mm-hmm. see if it's going to work. Let me see if I speak to it. Let me see if it's book. It'll never move like that. Because you're not right. in faith about it. You, you can't approach that mountain like that. You think a mountain is going to move just because you sneak up on it and say, now let me see if I can get you to move with the mountain. That mountain's going to laugh at you. Yeah. No. You better approach it in faith and say, move in the name of the Lord Jesus. You can't say, yeah. get out of my body right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus. My blood pressure move. My blood pressure is 120 over 80. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Move. You come down high blood pressure. You come down now. Cancer, you have to leave me because Jesus took the sickness in his own body and I don't have to take it in mine. Now you move. Get up and get out of here. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Get out of here. Delta variant. Get out of here. COVID-19, you move right now. You are a liar, and you will not invade my body. Jesus took it for me. Now move. You see, that's the way you got to speak to the mouth. That's right. Hello. Are you listening to that's me? That's right. That's right. That's the way you got to speak to the mouth. Now, that, now, that's faith. Because the next part of that verse is, and doubt not in your heart. Well, did I sound like I was doubting in my heart? Oh, no. I spoke with authority. I spoke with authority. And you must too. Are you listening? Yeah. And don't, you know, the doubt can stay in your head, but don't ever let it come out of your mouth. Cast that thing down. Cast that thing down. And just keep speaking. Thank you, Father. I know I got it. And then what did he say? When you doubt not in your heart, but believe the thing you say, Will come the past. What did he say? Now here's the end result. You're gonna have what you say. That's right. Wow. He just did verse 23. That's right. In Mark 11. Are you listening? That's how you act. That's how you ATP in faith. That's how you act in faith. You don't, you don't sugarcoat it and, and baby and toy with it and, you know, just, you know, like, suppose it's going to happen. No, get out of that place, guys. We're talking about the sin, the word, the sincere milk of the word of God. We're talking about God Almighty. We're talking about the God that never fails. We're talking about the God who knows the end from the beginning. We're talking about God who created the universe. We're talking about the God who raised Jesus from the dead is now telling you to speak to the mountain and you're doubting whether or not it will happen. You know what we do when we do stuff like that? We just like those people who saw the Red Sea split in half and then got on the other side and saw complaining about now what are we going to eat? <laughs> are you listening to me? He just parted the Red Sea for you. You passed through all night long on dry land and now the sea has come back together. You're safe. And now you're murmuring, complaining about what am I going to eat? Are yeah. you listening? That Those people saw the hand of God. They saw it. They witnessed it. But you know, those people didn't know anything about faith. But you do. Oh, yes, you do. And that's where your miracle is going to come from. Your faith. Your faith, your believing what he's saying. See, you don't have to see anything. You have to believe it. Praise That's God. right. That's right. Glory to you God. Must you act. must Yes, you must act. And your speaking to the problem is acting. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> Glory to God. Yeah, you must. <clears throat> That's what he said. Act on that word. Amen. Act on that word. See that that problem disappear right before your very eyes. Amen. And that's enough. Let me rephrase that. I don't want you to think like that. I said something that I didn't mean to say. 
when I say see the problem disappear right before your eyes. That is where we've been misled because we've been misled to think after I said it, poof, there it is, like a, in a puff of smoke. No, the Spirit of God doesn't work like that. Now, he said to you in verse 23, now you're going to have what you say. There's another step to that process. He said, having done all to stand, come on, what? Stand, stand. there for. Stand there for. Ask yourself, oh, what am I standing there for? I'm standing there waiting on the Spirit of God to deliver what he promised he would deliver. And what is that? The healing that you're believing for in your body. You see, yeah. child of God, you must stand there and wait. Just like you stand and wait for the Amazon delivery truck to deliver, which you paid for online. You check in the front porch every day to see if they've brought your package. You, right now it's Christmas time and people are ordering all the, all the time, day and night. And what are we doing? We check in the front porch. We're checking to see, uh, if it's in our box or wherever they deliver to. But you have faith. You have faith. Yes, you do. You pay for it. You know your card is online. They tap that card, whatever you buy, whether it's your personal card or the Amazon card. You pay for it. Yeah. Well, Jesus paid for your healing. You must believe you have, you gotta at least give him as much faith as you would give those Amazon drivers. As much as you faith as you give that company. See, you pay for it in the natural, but in the spirit world, he paid for your healing. And I promise you, he will deliver. But you must stand in faith now. And how do you, how do you stand in faith after you've done Verse 23, spoke to that mountain, believe for your healing to come. Now, you never say anything other than what you've already said. You yes. must guard your tongue. You must watch what you say. Like you watch the front porch for the boxes to come, please guard your tongue. Watch your tongue. Watch your mouth. Make sure you don't take back. Make sure you don't root up. Make sure you don't destroy. Make sure you don't, you know... Just pull it up out of your cart. Make sure you don't take it out of the back. Make sure you don't yeah. stop the process because the process okay. is ongoing. Just like with that Amazon company. You don't know all the steps it takes to get that package to you, but what you do know is that package is on the way. Child of God, I'm going to tell you this morning, your healing is on the way. Tell when me. you speak to the mountain, when you speak in faith and doubt not in your heart, mm. your package is on the way. Yes. You see, in the past, you've been led to believe, like I said a few minutes ago, and I caught myself. There it is. No. No. It doesn't come like that. It's being worked out. It's being, del it's in the process of being delivered to you. And you, all you, all your job is now to just stand in faith. Are you listening? Just stand in faith. Yes. Guard your words. Guard what you say. Guard your heart. Make sure you don't go back and say, like, we, you know, we're known to do. We're humans. We make mistakes. But we yeah. don't see it coming, you know, right away. Hmm, maybe I missed God. We start talking like that. Now, please pay attention to what I'm saying. We, we begin to let those kind of things come out of our, out of our mouth. Well, maybe it is for me to be healed. Maybe this cancer is just too hard for God to move. Maybe God doesn't heal anymore. Maybe the, maybe the elders made a mistake. Maybe, or whatever. Maybe, 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 maybe. You, now you're, you're speaking your, your, your doctor. You're speaking unbelief. You're speaking. And you just notified. Yeah. You just stopped the process. The package was on the way. You ever got a phone call from Amazon saying, well, we, 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 we hate it. You know, inform you, but your package got broken or whatever, and it will not be delivered. You know, that's what happens when you open your mouth and you begin to speak doubt. You stop the process. That's God right. didn't stop it. He, he really did. Yeah. It that's was good. in the process of being delivered to you. Mm -hmm. And it says right. you go. 
It's as you go. So you just go about your day. The pain is there. Yeah, that's okay. The pain's been there. It's been there a long time. But just keep going about your day because now you've done something. You've actually stepped out in faith and done something to cause this pain to stop. And you sometimes may not even know when it stops. Sometimes you will. But it's going to be as you go. Just like the leopards. As they went, suddenly they were healed. Suddenly they were healed. And it's going to be the same thing with you. You're going to go back to the doctor, and we don't ever want you to stop taking your medication. Keep taking it, but take it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Are you listening to me? That's good. Take it in the name of the Lord Jesus. And just keep thanking God. Every time Satan tries to put some doubt in your mind, lift your hands and say, Father, thank you, I receive my will. I have exactly what I want. And remember, speak in faith now. Speak in faith. That's right. Not meant, not mental offense. Speak in faith. Yeah. Praise God. And that That's package good. will be delivered to your body. It will. I promise you. That's, right. That's something I know without a shadow of a doubt. But you have to do this. That's how you build Absolutely. your faith. I want to say this again. Something we say in healing school all the time. If you wait until you need faith hmm, to get faith, it's already what a positive. Too late. Too late. I'm going to say it again. If you wait until you need faith, it's already too late to get faith. See, faith has is always now. It's never futuristic. It's never. Um, well, one day I'll be healed. No. Jesus didn't say that. Even in the New Testament. That's why I like to use, you know, a lot of times we, we quote Isaiah 53 and 5. Isaiah 53, 5 says, But he was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my guilt and my iniquity. The chastisement of my peace was upon him. And with his stripes I'm healed. That's Old Testament. But I can find the same thing over in the New Testament in Mark, in, in, in Luke, uh, 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 what is it? Two and twenty-four. Ooh. See, yeah. I can find the same thing right there. What did he say? He said, "But he said his own self, Jesus Christ, bear my sins in his own body on the tree, is on an altar, offer himself on it that I, Helen Elder, might die, cease to exist, the sin that lives to righteousness by whose stripes I was healed." See it? Yeah. Do you see it? Same thing. Same That's thing. Right. Praise God. And if you can find it in the Word, you can believe it, and you can have faith for it. Yes. If you can That's find right. it in the Word, you can have faith for it. Separate and apart from the Word of God, we have nothing to have faith for. Mm-hmm. Your faith starts where the Word of God is known. Pastor says right. that all the time. Faith starts where the word of God is known. Not where the word of God is written in your Bible. It could be, there are many things written in your Bible, but if you don't know it, and if you don't act on it, it will not work for you. That's right. Another place where people get confused all the time, you know, uh, they say things like, you know, uh, but, you know, they, they just take scriptures and just quote them and quote them because they've heard them and heard them. And so they quote them, but not really agree with them. They're in assent about them. Yes. But faith is when you move out into actually doing, just do what the Word of God says. That's right. That's right. The Word of God was not given for us to just believe. I want to say that again. The word of God was not given to us just so we can say, I believe that. No. Believing is not enough. You have to act. Faith is a fact, but you must act. Wow. If you don't act, what are you saying to God? You're a liar. I don't believe you. You can say all day long, 
I believe if I sit in that chair, it's going to hold me. I believe you could say it 15 times. But just keep standing there. Talking about what you believe. No, no, no. The acid test is you will sit. If you really believe it'll hold you, you're going to sit down. If you don't believe it'll hold you, you're not going to sit down. You're going to remain standing. Why? You didn't believe it'll hold you. You must act. All right. Absolutely. And what I was alluding to a few minutes ago, we, we get messed up. We, we, we hear people quoting scriptures like, and the truth shall make you free. Well, yes. that sounds pretty and nice, doesn't it? Nice yes. little wrapped up package, and the truth shall make you free. Well, the scripture does say that. But it's not <laughs> to be taken in that light. It's the truth that you know. Yeah. Shall make you free. That's right. That's what he's saying. If you don't know the scriptures, if you don't know what God said about your healing, how can it make you free? If you don't That's know first right. Peter two twenty four, how can mm-hmm. first how can you stand on first Peter two twenty four? Huh? You can if you don't know Mark eleven, twenty two, twenty three, and twenty four. And see, when I use the word no, I don't mean acquainted with or haven't read it once or twice. Because there's a big difference in knowing something for yourself. That means you've tried it, you've tested it. You've tested, you've tried it, and you've meditated that verse for yourself and found it to be true. That's what the word no is. That's what it means when we say I know Mark 11, 23. I'm not saying I can quote it. I am saying I've tested it for myself. I've stood on it. I've practiced it. I've meditated on it. And it is now a part of me. That's I good. know Mark 11, 23. I know it. You see, unless you get like that with the word of God, you're still in mental assessment. Yes. Are you listening to me? Unless That's you right. get to the place where you have tried and acted upon and studied and worked, worked, worked the scriptures for yourselves, you still don't know it. Mm-hmm. To know something or to know someone is a very intimate situation. When you said, when the Bible talks about in marriage, when he said, and the husband knew his wife, that's very intimate. That's yeah. very intimate. That means they right. spent time together. They know one another. In the, in the biblical days, when a couple got married, they went away for a long, long time. The honeymoon was more than a week. <laughs> it was more than two weeks. Yeah. And what was that time for? To get to know one another. To get to know one. Yeah, it was a year. To get to know one another. Amen. And that's the way you need to become with the scriptures. You need to be very intimate. You must spend time with the word of God. You must spend time developing yourself around the word. When, when you find that your life will now be centered around the word of God instead of trying to center the word around your life, that's the big difference. And I'm going to give you an example of what I just said. There was a man that we knew was about to uproot his family where they had been very... Uh, his business was very lucrative. They had a nice home and he made uh, a decent living for his family. His children were prospering in one of the, you know, schools in the community. But the biggest thing was his family 
got saved, born again, and filled with the Spirit of God in a very good Bible teaching church that they had been attending for years. And he was about to uproot his family to go to another state because of a promotion on his job. Yeah. And he and thank God he did contact us and begin to ask us about, you know, do we know any could we pray with him about making the move and what have you. But the the main thing that we wanted him to see and he had to see this. Even though Larry and I saw it, he had to see was fifty dollars a month more. Was that worth moving your family out of the place where they had been prospering? I mean so beautifully spiritually where his family had grown where they were just walking in that word was $50 more a month worth moving and uprooting your family to go into a place where there was no church where there was no word being taught is it worth it now no, no. he had to make that decision we couldn't but what we That's did right. was help him to weigh the facts and when he had weighed all the facts, he came up with the right answer. It was not worth it. It was That's not right. worth it. Sure, you were going to be making a few more dollars a year. But at the cost of your family's what? Spiritual integrity. At the cost of your children. And he had young children. And there was nothing there. There, there was no church in that area that was teaching the word of God. There were churches there. You know, they got churches all over the world. Listen, God. There are churches and there are churches and there are churches. That's right. And I am not knocking anybody's church. I'm not calling any names. But you have to begin to understand for yourselves. Some churches are planting churches. Some churches are roofing churches. Some churches are plumbing churches. Some churches are development. You you have to begin to know the difference. And you know the difference by the word you hear coming out of the pulpits in those areas. And you must begin to understand that all of them are not focused on what you need at that moment. Mm-hmm. And you have to decide. And if you want to know the word of God, if you really want to be taught. You see, someone said something, and I was telling Apostle about it, and I love it. I heard it on Facebook. I saw it, rather. Someone said, they wrote on Facebook, and I agree with that 100%. They said, tell me something, and I'll probably forget it. Teach me, and I'll remember. But involve me, and I'll learn. Yeah. I love that. You see, if you, you, you cannot expect to learn the word of God by simply going to your church and sitting in a seat and listening to the same thing over and over and over and over again. But, but you're not getting involved in actually acting out what you're learning, what you're hearing now. Remember, teach me, tell me something and I'll, I'll, I'll listen. I might hear it. I might, I might hear what you're saying, but teach me. You know, and 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 I'll I, I, I learn. I hear it. I'll, okay, but you get me involved, and I'll I'll learn. Mm-hmm. That's what we are trying to do. That's the kind of church that we, the ministry that we have. We want to get you involved in the Word of God for yourselves, so you learn to stand up against Satan and all of his cohorts when it comes to your healing. We want you to be able to just open your mouth and he will hear your voice and he will run and he will flee. Because the Bible says, submit yourselves to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. You don't have to always look to, you shouldn't have to always look to Apostle Larry, Prophet Helen's voice. Listen, he needs to be afraid of you. He should be afraid of your voice. And that's what we are on we're in the process of helping you to develop. We're here for you. We're going to be here for you. Until you say, I'm ready to soar. 
I'm ready to step out in faith. I'm ready to do that. We're here for you. But we are teaching ministry, and we want to get you involved. We want to make sure you know how to do this for yourselves. Are you listening? That's right. Because Satan is a thief, he's a liar, he's a crook, he's a deceiver, and he will deceive us, and he will he'll milk us, he'll steal everything we have. But God wants us to know how to stand on that word for ourselves in faith and believe him and see the devil turn tail and run from you. Mm. Mm -hmm. And that's what he should be doing. That's what he should be doing. Amen? Your healing. Jesus paid a precious price for your healing, child of God. And he wants you to get to the place where you can hold on to it. You can call for it. You can believe God to deliver that healing package to your body, just like you believe Amazon's going to put that package on your porch. You believe that. Praise yes. God. Yes, you do. Amen. And the only way you're going to get to that point in your life is to know, become intimate with this word that we teach. Become very intimate with it. Are you listening? Know it for yourself. Know it to the point where you can stand up and explain it. That's when you know that you know. You can explain it. You can talk about it intelligently with your neighbors, with your family members. Huh? You you can right. you can tell people why you believe what you believe. You can say, okay, yeah. go to this verse. Let me show you why I believe this. Let me show you why I believe that my body is healed. Let me show you why I believe. That, that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Let me show you why I believe that, child of God. That's where we want you to go. That's why we take the time to do what we do every Saturday morning in healing school. It's okay Amen. when you come. You might come as a baby, but we don't want you to stay a baby. Oh, no. That's right. We want Satan to meet some lines here. We want him to hear your voices roar so he can run. Many of us been running from him, but we know him. You gotta, he's going to run from you. Amen? That's you right. You must know the difference between acting in faith and mental assault. Yes. Well, praise God. I That's all I'm going to stop because I know I'll go on and on. I think it's time for us to open the line. Yes, it is. That was good. Praise God. Now, we trust that you got blessed from that today. Amen. Amen. No. Amen. 